Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Club Sandwich. I'm Sam. And I'm Mitch. And on today's episode, we are going to be doing movie reviews. Yes! Yes, Sam! Mama, 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 movie it's reviews. me, a Club Sandwich listener. This is the episode I have been waiting for. I, too, enjoy movies and other such things. That's so true. As my dad just said, this is going to be the best episode yet, but... Not the best episode ever. Wow. Profound. So wise, Ward. Um, okay, so... First order of business before we get into things. Absolutely. Thank you again for the kind remarks. Thank you, everybody, for your feedback. Same as always. We appreciate it. We want to hear more. Keep it coming at us. Feed our... Videos. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, Even to our agenda. Yes, exactly. That. Next order of business. Yeah. Did oh, we got the microphone! <laughs> that's what That's what we were going to talk about. Um... Here's me. So here's me leaning back talking to you. Here's me standing up normally. Here's me right next to you. Um, so do you want to explain what you got? Yeah. So uh, here we're rocking with the Logitech Blue Yeti microphone uh, that my parents got me for my birthday. Uh, it was my birthday this past June 20th. Thank you for those who wished me a happy birthday. Happy late birthday. I also got a webcam. So if that's ever in the future that we want to have this <laughs> podcast with a visual element, that's a potential thing that could also happen as well. If you have webcam ideas, let us know. Webcam ideas? Uh, that sounded weirder than I meant it to, but um, anyway. <laughs> uh, last order of business, if everything goes according to plan, you should have heard a neat little jingle yes. right before our episode started, created by the one, the only, Sam Gould. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Sam, for that. He did it for free, correct? No. Oh. We still have to pay. I him. forced him to let me pay him. Oh, how much do you pay him? I'll. I'll I, I don't know. If, should more. I discuss that on air? Okay, we get. I'll. I'll <laughs> you're making me look bad. I'll pay him too. Uh, <laughs> but we have a jingle now and a real microphone. It's so really great. Yeah. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting close to professionalism. Whether you like it or not, this is gonna keep going. We're gonna take this seriously, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. No more bad audio first episode, episode zeros anymore. And hopefully, this will be the last time we talk about our microphone at the start of the episode. Yes, that for a shouldn't while. ever be an issue, and we don't have to bother you guys with that ever again. And this episode, you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. We're not gonna mention a certain band this entire time. Yep. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. I was about to cough and do it, but I'm not going to. I'm stronger. It was than that. really close. Okay, and uh, speaking of professionalism, we are going to cut down on the unnecessary intro time. So right as we get to the three minute mark, let's get started. Mitchell, what Boom. did we do today? What did we do today? Well, Sam, we saw a movie. We saw a movie that has been advertised <laughs> a lot. It has been advertised a lot. But even so, I don't know if it really did well in the box office on its opening weekend. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, you're right, you're right. You know, who cares, really? We saw the movie Lightyear, Disney and Pixar's Lightyear. I, uh, when I first saw the trailer or, like, teaser for it in the theaters, I can't remember what I was seeing. I think it may have been King Richard. It was that, you know, that... Um, oh, yeah, the Serena, tennis. Yeah, tennis movie. Um, I saw the teaser, and I was like... Oh, 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 um, which like, I was really excited for it, and a lot of people kind of clowned on the new, like, Lightyear design, like, that was one thing I saw, people were like, yeah, he looks like, he looks like an off-duty cop, um, they, they said some things about the way, like, Buzz looked, but I liked it, I mean, that, that's like, I am... I've spent probably more time invested in character design than most of the people who will listen to this. He is an art nerd. Yeah, and uh, I liked it. I really liked the design. Um, we can get into that later. Yes. Trailer looked really cool. Also, the way they used they used uh, Starman by David Bowie in like oh, all right. the trailers, yeah. and that was phenomenal. Like that, the trailer gave me chills just from the like. There's a star man. Sorry, David Bowie. Um, yeah. What was the first time you became like a, or what were your initial thoughts? I believe it was also something that I think I no. I think the first time I heard about it was you sending me like um, 
from like their Twitter oh, of like the trailer for the movie, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think. And I then think like I saw that. it multiple times, or the trailers for every movie I've seen this year, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, since, well, just for the past few months, I guess I haven't seen that many movies earlier this year. But so I think I'll mention some about my expectations for the movie. So Sam had talked about this movie extensively, and I could I, I was could really tell excited. Sam was incredibly excited about it. I have a confession. Mm-hmm. I never said this to you mm-hmm. before because I was not going to kill your vibe. Yeah. I wasn't very excited. Okay. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. He's hiding how hurt he is right now. A little, but <laughs> it, not not really. Honestly, and like, I, I understand not being super hyped. I, I guess I can also talk about this more later, but I saw it and I was like, dang it, Disney, can you ever have any original ideas anymore? <laughs> was like my original thought. It's like, we don't need any more Buzz Lightyear backstory we saw toy story 2 we yeah. know zurich says i am your father and buzz goes no, no! And it's awesome but prepare to die yeah and that, that whole intro sequence with the video game it's just awesome oh yeah toy story that's super 2, cool. he's flying through the crater and he goes through the thing yeah yeah and he like dives through the door yeah with the, the big spikes yeah. yeah okay that part like gave me anxiety yeah. as a kid um yeah, we're not talking ex- about Toy Story two today, though. Yeah, my expectations clearly, as Mitchell has described, I was very excited for it. Um, part of me was a little like, like I was excited it was a thing, but part of me deep down was like, come on, like, does the House of Mouse really need another couple billion dollars where they get like, they just beat the dead horse of the Toy Story franchise? Cause right. We'll, we'll talk about this in another episode because I want us to have like a Disney movie episode. Absolutely. But Toy Story 4 is some of the most soulless corporate sludge <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, I actively hate that movie and hate anyone who likes it. I. Wow. Toy I Story 4 say, is garbage. I was going to say I liked that movie. Mm-mm. It's garbage. It ruins every single character's character arc and the I, conclusion of the trilogy. I dislike its existence but i enjoyed the movie fine this thing i think i would say because i feel mm. the toy story the toy story 3 was the perfect wrap-up for toy story it didn't make sense to make another one and it does feel like a soulless cash grab the muppets movie made a joke about tom hanks making toy story 4 because it was so stupid and pointless of them and then they literally went and made it i i don't know why i know so many lyrics from the Muppet movie, but okay, anyway. Wait, I'll, I'll make sure I'll cover everything with my expectations. Oh, also, I briefly mentioned this before, but I'm, I've somewhat become like a little bit of like a, I like to hear like critical reviews of movies, even huh. movies I haven't seen, mm-hmm. um, or usually I wouldn't necessarily say critical, but ones from like YouTubers who I know I like value the opinions of who do mm-hmm. reviews on stuff. Schaeferless Productions. Yes. Um, or just kind of like hear out from other people who see movies first and like, get spoiler-free reviews of movies, um, just to kind of determine, like, is it worth seeing or not? And I had heard a lot of friends and, like, creators be like, this movie's mid-AF, bro. Mm-hmm. And so I did have, like, really low expectations, and I, had, I heard a lot of people being like, grr, corporate, soulless Disney, ah, I'm melting <laughs> under their capitalist thumb, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I briefly mentioned my own Disney frustration with feeling like, dang it, Disney, can't you just make up an original story for once in the past 20 years? Um, or not just, past 20 years. I was going to say, they, like they have done that um, plenty. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, I think we, are we ready to jump into Yeah. Um, for the next little bit, before we get into like the actual review of the movie, uh, Mitchell suggested that we rank it on a scale of 1 to 10 and say our number at the same time yes. because we have not talked about it like we specifically yes. avoided sharing our thoughts on the movie once we were done with it so that we could save exactly. it for the podcast we saw the movie with our friend James James Jefferson Sanford president and hopefully future United States president yeah well he's not the president of Sanford he is he's a, okay you're right no he is no you're right um, Beck Taylor I love you but James is he's the real president he's James here. They're both, they've both got a lack of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do James like that. (laughs) No, James has hair. Um, James is fantastic. He gave Mitchell a surprise visit from Shreveport, Louisiana for (laughs) his birthday. He just showed up at the door. He did. He really Um, did. Um, But that's besides the point. You were saying? Uh, Yeah, so we really, we got in the car after the movie to drive over to dinner, 
and Sam like starts saying something, and I was like, nope, and he was like, okay, you're right. So we haven't discussed anything about the movie besides what you've previously heard about our expectations. So uh, everything from this point onward is totally original thought. Yeah, and it's is it too much effort for us to like do a spoiler-free section and then the spoiler section? Or I think we. I think if you're going to listen to our review of Lightyear, spoilers are not that big of a deal to you. Plus, it's 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 not a Marvel movie. There's nothing like, yeah. oh no! Like, yeah. nothing crazy. Like, it's a Disney Pixar movie. It's like, you don't watch them for the intrigue or the big reveals. It's more of the experience. Yeah. And it's a prequel, so honestly, you have more security that like a character isn't going to die because they show up in later things. Exactly. And it is also like... I mean, how many characters often die in Pixar or Disney movies besides at, like, the very beginning for, like, character development? Exposition, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I'm Ellie to... dies in the first ten minutes of Up, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I literally, now that you mention that, I cannot think of, like, a legit Disney character death. It's not like the... villains. Well, yeah, I mean, the bad guys die, but it's it's not like... Shut up. We'll get to that. It's not like uh, Mater gets shot in Cars <laughs> 2. Mater breaks down and just explodes <laughs> on the freeway. Okay. All right. So on... Oh, wait. Go. Let me... Okay. Let me consider what my actual number is. Oh, you didn't think about it? Uh, are we doing decimals? Yes. <laughs> my, mine was a decimal, so I'm glad we cleared that Like out. 0.5 or like yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Okay. How... What really separates a movie from a like a 6.5? Four and vibes. a six points vibes, yeah. I guess. Okay. All right. You ready? Um. Go. Yeah, I've got it. All right. One, two, three, six point five. <laughs> I was gonna say six. Six point five. I don't know why I said that so weird. Yeah, I I couldn't. I felt like it was. I enjoyed it too much for it to just be a six, but I also was like, okay, it was not fantastic enough to be like a seven i'm surprised i thought just by your expressions i thought that you really really liked it i loved it don't get i mean okay here's the thing for me is i i go very in depth on how i feel about things yes but i agree i i would not be a very good like critic or reviewer of things because i like things too much like i'm the same yeah i i can probably count on hand the number of times i've seen a movie that i like oh i dislike that right um like i mean i really enjoy like most movies that i watch most meals that i eat most video games that i play most activities i do like i like things yes i Um, agree if i choose to go see a movie it's probably because I know I would like it. Mm-hmm. And I will also say, I don't know, I mean, people kind of have different ideas of what there's 1 to 10 scale means. For yeah. me, like, 5 is neutrality, and anything above that is positive. So I don't want a yeah. 6 to sound like you got a 60 on your test and you're mad about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I liked it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is, like, I love the movie. I'm just thinking, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 is, like my favorite media in existence or something exactly. and then like basically i i really loved it but it's not going to be like one of my favorite movies of all time you know yeah i think 7 or above is like i'd want to like rewatch it multiple times yeah 6 is maybe like later on someone's like oh like we should watch this movie i'd be like okay yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get kind of more in depth. I've taken some notes and did you as yeah. well? Um, I've got a little bit of notes. I guess we can just kind of say brief things, things. and then go yeah. more in depth in a second. I would say for me, um, what I wrote down, I liked it just fine, exclamation mm-hmm. mark, because that was something I didn't expect to come out with from the movie. Mm-hmm. I expected for it to like blow me away or really not like it or care for it at all. Yeah. And I was left with just slightly above total apathy. Yeah. Um doo 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 doo. I thought some parts were a bit slow, confusing or poorly explained. Mm-hmm. The characters were fine. Um I thought like the main like character conflict of the moment felt of the movie felt Kind of like it's been done to death lately, like the main theme of the movie, um, which I guess we can mention in a second. Yeah. And then, uh, however, I will say James's ranking of the movie, 
Uh, he gave it an 8 out of 10 that he was on the edge of his seat the whole time. Yeah, I think he may have been sarcastic was, about was, the edge. He was probably playing it up a bit. <laughs> but, but, no. I think he, he was practically he laying left, down across the seats <laughs> of the theater. <laughs> he left a very positive review, which I kind of oh, yeah. was like not super prepared for. Dude, I wish we had seen Top Gun with him. I bet he was oh my gosh. Top Gun. We'll talk about Top Gun um, but yeah. later. But. Anyway, okay. Uh, you kind of touched on my biggest issue with the movie, which is that the pacing was very weird. Yes. Because it, like, I was sitting there trying to think about what, like, mm-hmm. like, there have been very few instances where I've actually, like, put thought into a review of a movie while I was watching it. Or, like, I went into that movie ready to review it. Most movies, I just yes. go in it to watch it and then think about it afterward. Yes. This one, <laughs> pacing was very weird. It felt like the first... 20 minutes was a, a different movie. billion things happened yeah it, it felt like they were rushing through everything so they could set up the like rest of the story and it was kind of not to the movie's benefit it like, felt like i was watching a different movie yeah yeah i mean it, it literally it feels like how a tarantino movie is in like chapters yeah it felt like they did chapter one and we got to chapter two after 20 minutes but we were in chapter two for the rest of the movie yes um and which I have another note, which is in that same thing. So there, the one of the main side characters in the movie, her name is Alicia Hawthorne. She's like Buzz Lightyear's uh, best friend. They're like Star or the, Space Rangers. The together. goose to his maverick. Yes, exactly. Um, and they're meant to like a huge part of the movie is playing on their relationship yes. and like dynamic. And it felt like they got rid of her character so fast. Yes, and I don't think. For how like emotional and important of a character she is, even later on in the movie when she's mm-hmm. out of the picture, that she's not like their relationship isn't developed very much beyond no, we're, like we're not we touch our a, fingers and yeah. we have the two infinity and beyond catchphrase together. It wasn't they didn't take enough time to flesh out her character to be yeah to like let the audience also be sad about her you well, know, not being there. and I've I felt like they should have done more with her because she was like she was an interesting character like she was. I, I liked having I liked her more than all of the side characters they introduced later yes um, I agree and like that was really oh this was another huge thing a big part of like the crazy first 20 to 25 minutes of the movie where like everything is just flying by you. Part of it is because literally they are speeding through time. Like yes. Buzz Lightyear is trying to reach hyperspeed. Yeah, reach hyperspeed to find a way off their planet. And the whole issue is that he's only experiencing like four minutes of aging on his body, but the planet he comes back to has aged like four years. Yeah. And the issue with that is he comes back and he's devastated because all of his like the people around him have aged four years, mm-hmm. and he's like trying to come to grips with that. And I'm like, okay, dang, this is heavy. Like, right. how is he going to weigh his options of if it's worth it to keep going into hyperspace? But then he does it another, like, eight times with no hesitation. Yes. He does it again and again and again. And I feel like the conflict... It, it, this is, like... I feel like they should have stretched out that part of the movie more. Yeah. But it's also confusing because there's so much more movie after the whole, like hyperspace yeah. trying to like which i get it the you need the to beginning. you need to tell that story like of the new generation of people but i mean they there's literally one part where um he visits alicia after a return he finds out she's engaged not even 30 seconds later she's like pregnant yes and that was just so jarring of like yes. all right we're gonna time skip and have no like repercussions for it and then she's dead and like I wanted to be emotional about that and feel like I lost like a character and, that I was attached to, but like we said, like she's literally not around long enough for and that. And I also felt like my issue with that was like it didn't even seem like Buzz was that wrecked about it. Like no, you just watched. He did not seem that sad. Your best friend, like grow old and die within a matter of what felt to you like a week or whatever. Yeah, and then or like a couple days, and he just like sheds one tear over their picture together, and then it's prison break, and he's like ready to move out. Yeah. Yeah, it was on. Um, okay, a point. I guess this is in the positive. Is that uh, one of the side characters is voiced by Taika Waititi, who is like one of your favorite individuals ever? Yeah. What is he in? Give him, 
tell people what they will recognize him as. Yes, yeah, so uh, Taika Waititi is, uh, well, I mean, he's mostly known as a director, but also loves acting in his own projects. Uh, I guess the most general one is he did direct Thor Ragnarok. And who does he play uh, in that Korg movie? He's Korg in that movie. Hey guys, it's me, Korg. It's me, Korg. I'm the Rockman. Oh my gosh, Thor, can you talk to this guy on Fortnite for me? <laughs> um, and he's going to be directing an upcoming Star Wars project. Also in Jojo Rabbit, one of my favorite movies, playing and, imaginary Hitler in that. And, um, and he is also in Free Guy. He is so, in Free Taika Guy. So Taika Waititi, everything he touches seems to turn to gold. Yeah. And uh, yes, he does play Antoine, the <laughs> Tsunami Studios director in Free Guy. Um, and he is a side character in this movie whose name I have already forgotten. Mo. Mo. That's I what it was. I think his name's Mo. Because uh, Darby was the old lady, right? Darby is the convict. Yeah. Is uh, the other girl. What I was going to say is that Mo, like Taika Watiti and Socks, the little kitty cat robot, carry the humor for the entire movie. Like Absolutely. Which is not very hard because I feel like they really tried to give Buzz some like one-liners or mm-hmm. like, and it just fell flat. Like yes. Buzz is not funny in this movie. He's which not. his character is not meant to be, but like. Don't try and make him the funny guy if that's not yeah. his character. I mean, that's he's kind of meant to be like the straight man space cadet guy. Yeah. So I think they should have kept him as that mm-hmm. because I mean that's also kind of like the whole plot of Toy Story where you see yeah. him first introduced. He sees all like I'm all about Stark Man. So seeing him in this movie, I see to no be sign like, of intelligent life anywhere. Yeah. So him trying to be like little goofy guy sometimes didn't make sense, and they think they had enough and, characters to play off him to not try that. And oh my gosh, the autopilot bit was so in your face and so not funny. Yeah, that felt like pandering to parents that hate Siri. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which and to which I'm like, why pander to that? Your kids are probably going to go watch clips of this movie on their iPads after the movie. So like. <laughs> That was weird, um, but yeah, t- socks was great. He, I, the trailers, I kind of thought I was gonna hate the little cat because I was like, oh gosh, it's obnoxious, quippy robot that they just like. They literally made it a cat so they can t- sell toys. I mean, that was yes. like that's the whole deal is they made it so they could sell merchandise. But like, yeah, I was worried. He was actually too. really enjoyable. And, he was, and not just like. You didn't hear all the jokes he said in the trailer, which yeah. I did feel they, like... Movies do that too often these days. I, I felt like, at times, I felt like this was a trailer movie, you know? Hmm. But the, it, it did it did a good job of like not showing all of its cards. Yeah. Um, I had some issues with, at least for me, of like how the trailers looked to what the movie looked like. I felt like the trailers set this movie up to be... Like very dramatic and serious space yeah, drama type movie. Yeah, that's true. And it didn't feel that way. It was much more lighthearted, which like I get it. It's, it's a kids Disney. movie. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they've they, there's been plenty but of Pixar movies. I was gonna say they've also dealt with that are incredibly like, tragic. Yeah, I mean they're they're high stakes in movies, and somehow for one that like they are straight up killing other life forms in this movie. Yeah, uh, it didn't feel and i mean that was another part of the thing with pacing is it didn't feel super heavy even though it was like trying to be yes it i don't know i think it was trying too hard to be goofy and have a bunch of funny silly side characters you can't have your cake and eat it too yeah you can't do both which i think pixar has magically done well for so long but it didn't Mm -hmm. fall more flat in this movie yeah um which and i feel like part of this which is another thing i'm gonna get to uh villain was not intolerable, but he was not good. I no. did not like the main bad guy. I love Zerg. Yes. Zerg is a super cool character. I was so excited for that in this movie. I was so hyped because there was the one shot in the trailer of him with the, like, arm cannon. Mm-hmm. And Iconic. he's like, we're being chased by just a just a massive robot. And I was like, this is going to be sick. Like, it's going to be an awesome showdown. And then, like, spoiler alert... Uh, Zerg is Buzz from the future, but like an alternate future. They dealt with time travel in very weird ways. And they never decided to explain what kind of time travel, or like what the rules were. No, no. But that was the crux of the conflict of the movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It It was old Buzz, which he came out of like, he emerges from Zerg like a, it's like a mech suit. Yes. And he comes out of Zerg. And it's, like, older, and he goes, Dad? And I was like, okay, they they can't do the 
Buzz, I am your father because they did that in Toy Story 2, so, like, it wouldn't make sense in in the Toy Story universe. But then it was confusing that, like, it was older Buzz when, it, when to my understanding, in the Buzz Lightyear lore, Zerg was his father, because I thought that's what they were, like, doing in Toy Story 2, but then, like, yeah. he referenced the whole, like, dad thing, because it looked like an older version of himself. Yeah. But then it was just him from the future. And it wasn't a good conflict, like... Older Buzz is just like, I didn't get to have a life, so I'm going to go back and erase yeah. everyone else's. We don't need like, that because Buzz is already dealing with that. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it was it was very, I gosh, I mean, not probably not the worst villain Disney has done, but no. I mean, he it's, is so far from like a, like a, um, who's the guy in Princess and the Frog? Dr. Facilier, yeah. is that his name? He's like, no, like, Frollo, Hunchback of Notre Dame. No, or Mother Gothel Mother from Gothel. Tangled. Um, he, he was not the best villain in the world. He's and did, right there with, with Hans from Frozen. Okay, for me. I, I actually liked Hans, but whatever. Um, I think... Ooh, how do we feel about Chris Evans? Okay, here's... I have a, a brief editorial on that. I think... It felt very like uh, copy paste uh, popular Marvel actor into main role of the movie, mm-hmm. and I think he did. Which a lot of movies, have, like way too many movies, have been doing. Looking at you, Uncharted, Tom. I was Holland. about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> um, I'm so pissed at Uncharted because there's no chance that you have Mark Wahlberg in the movie and make him not Nathan Drake. Yes, uh, but I, I. Felt like his performance was fine, but it just kind of felt like, oh, I'm listening to Chris Evans, you know? Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing, is I was not like, hey, that's not Tim Allen, because that didn't happen. Like, Chris Evans, it was just some of the lines were very like, I can do this all day. Like, it felt like, like, I love, I like Captain America. He is not my favorite of the main six Avengers. Right. Um, But, like... We can all kind of agree Captain America is very... I mean, they, there's a reason they call him the Boy Scout and yes. make fun of him for just being very, like, straight to the point, vanilla, like, I'm just going to be the good guy and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can really do to get around all that. So he doesn't have to be super complex all the time. Yeah. And I felt like a lot of the lines were delivered very, like, I am getting paid to be a Disney actor. I'm, oh, yeah. I am in a Disney movie. Yes. I mean, especially, like, the first, before all the time travel stuff starts happening, like, when he's Space Ranger. Yes. That was, like, you literally could have used, like, an AI voice, like, just programmed AI Chris Evans, and it would have done just as good of a job. Which kind of upsets me, because, obviously, Chris Evans is an incredible actor. Like, that's not really part of the question. Like, if you've seen Knives Out, his performance in that movie is incredible. Yeah, he's really good. And he plays such an obnoxious annoying punk character you know he can play that and also if you've seen scott pilgrim (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about scott pilgrim he plays the most obnoxious douchebag character ever in that movie everybody needs to see scott pilgrim just for like the chris just or just look up that scene on the internet and the the vegan vegan line yes okay but um so he did i that's literally the note on my phone is chris evans did i yeah he was better in free guy when he said <laughs> he had one what line. the swear word when <laughs> ryan reynolds pulled out the captain america shield he had one line and was better acted in that movie um last little thing or i guess not really last little thing but um it didn't feel super disrespectful to the toy story universe which is something i was worried no, about because it paid a lot of good homages to it i i obviously i think it's safe to say we both adore the toy story franchise and so i mean so many people do like that's that's like saying oh man i love the office yeah Um, like you can have born in 1990 or 2000 or 2005 and toy story yeah is a part of your childhood yeah exactly and i was worried it was gonna like screw some stuff up i was also really scared they were gonna do like a stupid woody post-credits scene (laughs) even though even though i would love it if they made like a very gritty 
like spaghetti western cowboy movie with Woody, I think that would be like hilarious. The, make a standalone Woody film, call it Wood. Let Sam, Sam <laughs> Raimi direct, give him full control, watch the box yeah. office explode. Yeah, exactly. Like I would love that. I was really scared they were going to set up for one in the movie, and I was like, right. that's just gonna that ruins Toy Story one. Um, yeah, and this didn't do that. I will say, after Toy Story three, you kind of can't make buzz's character any better so this felt like a downgrade of him as a character yeah but like i i didn't feel like oh well screw them this has ruined it because toy story 4 already did that (laughs) and i do want to say because again when we just kind of like dig at a movie so much it sounds like we hate this movie but i want to like briefly mention some things i think were outstanding positives Mm -hmm. the movie was really beautiful yeah, it, it was well, just the visuals. It was really cool to watch. Pretty much every Pixar movie since like Tangled has been fantastic to look at, and even before that. Mm-hmm. And Gosh, I mean, I love Tangled. There were a lot of really beautiful scenes of like outer space when he was like traveling through mm-hmm. like hyperspeed or whatever. And, and the combat was really cool. Like, yeah, I, I love the. They do like, some like tag team like grabs her hand, yes. throws her towards the I robots. I wanted more of that. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of cool scenes that were just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say there was. I really liked the music and the score of the movie, specifically yeah. during like the end credits. There was like this uh, like orchestral song playing, and it felt like I was getting off of Mission Space in Disney World. Like mm-hmm. it had a really like epic space vibe to it. I didn't see. I didn't pay that much attention to it. Um, one thing I will point out: if they had at any point in the movie done "You've Got a Friend in Me," I would have shot someone. <laughs> it would have been too much. Yeah, that would have been just too much. Like, hey, you remember? Yeah. You remember that movie from like 1995? <laughs> Do you remember that, yeah. guys? I also, I also really liked how they opened it with. In 1995, a boy oh, named Andy got a Buzz Lightyear yes. toy for his birthday based off of a movie, This Was That Movie. Yeah. That was really funny. That is a super cool, like, meta way of seeing... I mean, like, I, I really like that. I kind of... Yeah. I saw it on Twitter beforehand, and I was, like, a little... Eh, but seeing yeah. it in the theater, I was like... Okay, I was that, like, that's ah, really, you got me. That's, that's really cool. You got <laughs> um, me. What else? Uh, I will say I loved all the ways that they referenced Toy Story. Like mm-hmm. he said, almost all of the like "push he me did. and I talk" Buzz Lightyear yes. lines in the movie. Yes. Uh, when he got onto the planet at the beginning, he said, "There's no signs of intelligent life anywhere." And he used like "blast" as a curse word. A yeah, lot. and he'd say, you know, they said to infinity and beyond mission logs. Yeah, he was doing his constant mission log like he does in the first Toy Story when he lands in Andy's bedroom. And at the end of the movie, I was like. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. They like get in their new spaceship for their group. Yeah. And it's the same spaceship that's like the box that he comes in when Andy buys him. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And there's just a lot of cute little references that like pay homage to like quotes from Toy Story and stuff like that. Yeah, and how how the suits at the end of the movie are like the toy yeah. suit. So it's it's like feasible that that could be it. Because it yeah. was a different like the original suit was a different de- design. It looked like a mix of Buzz Lightyear and like Master Chief, which was sick. Yeah, I'll give it to him. That is sick. But um, it was like flashy, like the toy version of it by the end. Yeah, and he also says the like when he fights Zerg at the end and beats him, he says like not today, Zerg. Oh and yeah, shoots him, like, yeah, the that was the good. That was good. So there was a lot of really cute references back to Toy Story that I was like, I get that. I'm yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at my movie screen. I understood <laughs> that reference. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff. I think uh, final review for me. Um, like I said, 6.5 out of 10. Did not feel super cash grab scummy like Toy no. Story 4 did. Not Pixar's best. No. But. They've made worse. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, one thing I will say post credit scene set up for a sequel. Do not make a sequel to this movie. Does <laughs> it, not need it. It doesn't need a sequel. It. The whole point of it is it's supposed to be he sees this movie, buys the toy, then Toy Story starts. Don't make a sequel. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense to make a sequel. I don't know if it's had the success that they'd want to make a sequel. Um, but it was fine. It was. It felt like a fairly safe movie in a lot of ways. It yeah. wasn't super like risky. That's true. Did. Because they're, the board of directors is like, all right, what sells? Toy Story sells. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do we've been doing so? Like it's like Obi Wan. Yeah. Like people like Obi Wan Kenobi. We'll make a show. Yeah. Reference Toy Story. Do Buzz Lightyear. Cool stuff. 
explosion. Maybe yeah. tease a second one if people love it. Yeah. Um, so we want to get into the next section. Yeah. Um, we'll see how long we have a few other movies on tap. We can save more for a later episode, or you guys can tell us what movies you want us to talk about. But I think one we need to talk about that has will been be sweeping the nation, probably entirely positive, is Top Gun Maverick. Highway can we say our rating for this danger zone? Yeah. Oh man, it gave me chills when they like that was like the, yeah. the opening credits. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, and also. Don't worry, we get it. Miles Teller is really, really hot. I'm growing out a mustache because I want to be him. I want so to many say, guys are great balls of fire, and other women be like, "Oh my god, Mitchell!" Uh, shout out to the rising sophomore class of Sigma Chi for having like six or seven dudes that are all growing rooster mustaches. Hey, I'm with you. ATO and Sigma Chi united over getting a mustache. Solidarity. Men of the world unite okay. under our father rooster. Okay, so I'll do three, two, one after yeah. one on yeah. that beat. We'll say a rating. Yeah. Three, two, one. Nine. Ten. Okay, yeah. You got a nine and a ten here. Yeah. Um, I guess Mr. Ten will go first here. I yeah, Mr. Ten. I loved everything about this movie. Um, I am someone who, like, I saw Top Gun like once or twice as a kid and don't remember it super well. I mean, I remember the iconic parts. I reseize things of the movie. Like everyone knows, Danger Zone, Take My Breath Away, blah blah blah. Tom Cruise, Beach Volleyball, is a pilot, Beach Volleyball scene. And I like Top Gun. I thought it was great. I give it like an eight or a seven. Um, but I never had a bunch of attachment to the movie. Mm-hmm. So going into this movie, I was like, okay, I'm going to see this movie with my dad. It's coming out around Father's Day. I was also going to see it with yes, his dad. Yes. <laughs> um, and I was just like, you know, it's just a movie I'll go see and probably forget about. And leading up to it, wasn't super excited either. Um, I was just like, okay, I might see this movie. I might not. It'll just fade away. But wow, it took my breath away. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and... It was... Tom Cruise is... You know what? I'll say it right now. Tom Cruise is still an amazing actor. He really sells his performances. Mm-hmm. But he also played a great job in this movie of embracing, like, I'm Tom Cruise. I'm kind of an old man now. <laughs> and... Yeah. I mean, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, Top Gun is my dad's absolute favorite movie of all time. Like, he worships the original. And I was like heartbroken because i was going to be in birmingham and i wouldn't be able to see it with him because he's in mississippi uh he's a lawyer and he rented out the local theater and took his entire office to go watch it and then gave them the day off to think about top gun for the rest of the day (laughs) um so that's how much it means to him um i loved it it was really cool i was kind of in a similar situation to you where like i saw it once when i was a kid don't remember everything yeah but like Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> the American military complex is so cool. We should quadruple the budget yeah, to the Pentagon. Give them more money so Tom Cruise can try to reach the speed of light. <laughs> he just becomes light here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what... Wait! Oh my god, the, the beginning of both these movies is the same thing. Oh my gosh, it is. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize it's parallel. Lightyear Lightyear is going to be live action and Tom Cruise is going to be Lightyear. Lightyear starts with Buzz Lightyear is going on a mission to repeatedly try and reach the speed of hyperspace, I guess the speed of light or whatever. Yeah. And Tom Cruise starts this movie, he's trying to reach like Mach 10, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And it's literally like, the scenes almost mirror each other with like him like speeding up and his windshield heats up and... Oh my god, that's oh, insane. That is funny. There's so many parallels that. between I that. didn't even think about that. That's pretty funny. Um, but this movie wins the cliche of movies starting with someone trying to fly really fast in an aircraft. <laughs> yes, out of out of the two. Um, which, also, funny note, the movie started and I like turned to Mitchell and I was like, if they don't reference uh, Danger Zone in this movie at any point, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And then immediately, like opening credits is Kenny Loggins just comes out swinging. And it was so awesome. Yeah, it was not cheesy. It was amazing. Oh my gosh! And I will say, we'll talk more, but I think one of my main positives about this movie is how much it respects the original mm. Top Gun like exactly. it is a saint. Exactly. That was one of the biggest things that I was like, okay, they're making a sequel to a movie like 30 plus years later right. with like modern CGI and more access to like stunts and stuff. They're going to like ham it up and it's going to be super stupid and just disregard 
the first movie. And the biggest thing, like, I was sitting in an in anxiety the entire movie because I would have bet you any amount of money they were going to do a really bad CGI ghost of Goose. Yeah, Tom like, Cruise like sees Goose's ghost yes, because over his shoulder. There are multiple times where he's like, talk to me, Goose. And Rooster does it. And every time I was like, oh my gosh. Yes! Here comes the like Jedi ghost of Goose to come out and speak to him. Because a lot of movies do that. Yes. And they never did it. And I respect them so much for that. Yeah, there were so many cool scenes where like... Instead of them pulling them like a dumb ghost of Goose, they'd have Miles Teller Rooster like kind of take on that role of Goose. Yeah, and it shows how like Tom Cruise Maverick is still like bearing that burden mm-hmm. because uh, you know he still has to deal with his son, with Goose's son, and he's like experiences the guilt more heavily from that. And the tension between Maverick and Rooster's relationship throughout the movie is yes. so well it, done. It was really well done. Like, you are genuinely, like, frustrated and heartbroken over, like, how these two guys cannot get along because of what happened um, on Maverick's mission with Goose. Um, yeah. And it's just... It's done so well. And the end of the movie, the whole, like... Uh, when both of their planes crash after their mission, and they're, like, in the woods together. And the way that they, like, hijack an old plane yes. from that base. Because what I expected from that scene is I was like, all right, here it comes. They're going to go Rambo. Like, right. they, they go grab machine guns <laughs> and, like, as many grenades as they can carry. And it just turns into a Michael Bay movie. But they didn't do that. They kept it, like, feasible for the scene. They're not trained, like, foot soldiers. They're right. not They're not John Wick. Um, so they're just like... They just run away. They're pilots, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, the they literally hijack a plane and like, there's that one part where it's smoky everywhere and they're just like trying to walk in. They're just like, yeah. all right, now we're running. We are running now. Yes. Don't say anything. Exactly. And they're doing the like signals to the guy in the other plane. He's like, I have no idea what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> and God, it ends with uh, Hangman, who is kind of like this movie's mm. Iceman parallel. Yeah. Um, like saving them from the plane, and it's like his moment of like semi redemption because yeah. he's super cocky and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, you're like, okay, this guy's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like every character in this movie, you're just like, this is the coolest person ever. Yeah. I Bob is like, I want Bob in other movies outside of the Top Gun universe. <laughs> um, which that was another thing. I was, and even the trailer like foreshadowed this super heavily. It felt like there were going to be a lot of character deaths. Like I thought, Tom Cruise was going to die. They made me believe it. Uh, I see. My dad did too. I didn't think they would kill him. Mm. And I did. I thought he was safe, and I knew Rooster was safe because I'm like, he's too hot. Well, <laughs> that, and I was like, okay, if you kill Goose in the first movie and then kill Rooster, like... <laughs> what do you have against their bloodline? <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna stop putting people with Tom Cruise because he's, like, a bad omen. But I swear, I thought... I thought the girl was gonna die. I can't remember her name. I thought yeah. the two least important pilots on the mission were gonna die. Right. I, I think one of them was, like, Cougar or Jaguar or something. Something like that. I don't remember um, all their call signs. Yeah, I don't remember all their call signs. And then when Hangman saved them, I like was like bracing because he yeah. was being all cocky and obnoxious, and I was just bracing myself for the missile to hit him out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but that never came. And honestly, I I some people might have been upset that like it didn't feel like there were high enough stakes, but like the stakes were pretty freaking high. I'm fine that everybody made it back home safe. Yeah, I think this movie it built up and made you think someone was going to die so hard and the twist was that they succeeded yes whereas because so many lot, other yeah. movies it's like there's no way we can fail someone dies like that's become yeah fairly overdone in yeah. a lot of movies and this movie you mentioned like the idea of the stakes like i was surprised by how high the stakes felt in this movie consider yeah. that like in terms of it's like, like preventing nuclear war is kind of what they were doing yes yeah, but it was just like one mission where they have to shoot one thing it's not like we have to i'll just use this example like we have to kill thanos before he snaps away all of existence but mm-hmm. like somehow the stakes felt higher even though it wasn't directly like we have to stop a bomb from blowing up and immediately killing 10 bajillion people it's like well, it's one isolated mission that like yeah. you don't necessarily see the direct results of and the whole movie is just like building up to it running simulations of it but the whole time just the level of like stress tension between yeah. the characters and and just uh, Pete Mitchell's own like character arc you just 
feel this whole time like I don't know like are they gonna make it well and uh you know what it has a lot of parallels to is blowing up the Death Star mm, it really does that yeah. I mean it's it's like the extremely similar concept and just the way the like the pilots are handled like Tom Cruise's Luke and everything yeah um not that I'm a huge Star Wars guy I just thought that was like that was what it made me think of yeah um so yeah Top Gun Maverick was awesome and it's it's really funny to me how popular it is with our generation right now because i kind of thought it would be like an older generation it's a, movie yeah it's a parents movie but everyone loves this movie but like yeah i mean all <laughs> the everyone is talking about how hot miles teller is with to that i'm like okay did you not see whiplash <laughs> or uh what's what's something else he's in eh, fantastic uh, four doesn't count i can't think of too many movies i don't know if i've seen but um yeah this movie was just just fantastic and mm-hmm. also of course it has its own beach scene where they play yeah. football where they play offense i want to play on that. both sides at the same time i want to play double football that yeah. sounds so fun and you get to see tom cruise like outrun some of the like current naval pilots which is really great and there's yeah. one scene where hangman all shirtless like shakes his body at the camera it's great like it's Whoa. awesome Why'd you have to point that part out? Uh, I just thought it was cool. Like, from, like, uh-huh. a cinematography perspective, uh, the way the uh-huh. camera was angled with, like, the sun behind him, uh-huh. I thought it just, you know, did a lot for his character. Yeah. Uh-huh. It did a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, our time is approaching, so what do you say we save some of these movies for another opportunity? Absolutely. We have just a- cover, let's cover these two. We have a list of movies that we're looking at. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the ones that we're really passionate about on another episode because I know there's not enough time left in the episode for me to cover some of the ones that I want to. Absolutely. Um, so let's go through the first one of those two. Okay, we've ri- we've written Encanto. In- I don't know how much I have to say about it. I, I don't have a ton to say. But I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I yeah, Encanto Disney movie. Uh, I know that. Lucy Blaylock in particular is going to give me a lot of hate for this, but... What is a musical? But I... I, I no, like... No, no, no. A, shut up. <laughs> I like a lot of musical movies. I do too. But this one, I just, like... The only character I liked was Bruno and... Lin-Manuel Miranda. And sometimes... Was that who that is? Yes. Oh my gosh. I, now I like him less. <laughs> um... Bruno was the only character I liked, and I would sometimes like uh, the girl who heard everything. Um, Dolores? Yeah. No, okay, I, I also like Mirabelle. Mirabelle was the perfect one, right? That was Isabella. Isabella. Man, I'm terrible with these Mirabelle's names. Mirabelle's the main character. Oh, that's right. No, I, di- I didn't like Mirabelle. I-, I thought she was just kind of obnoxious. I thought she was kind of too much like, look at me, I'm quirky girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And I, then... I liked it. I also felt betrayed by the setup because the name of the movie is like Magical House or something, and all the trailers yeah. were like, look at our casa, it is magical. Yeah. I- that's not offensive for me to say that in that voice. I mean, I-, I don't know. Okay, well, it wasn't meant offensively. Um... It felt like the whole setup was the house's magic, but the whole movie kind of ended up being the characters are magic. You feel me? True, that's fair. I felt like that, it it lost that effect, so I really was not that sad when the house died. Yeah. Which is a thing I never thought I would say, but here we are. Well, Um, guys, I'm sorry. I'll I'll get you away from Sam, this negative Nelly in the room. (laughs) Uh, I personally liked Encanto. I thought it was solid. No, shut up. You hate the movie. No one likes you. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Man. Yeah, drink your water, water boy. By with, with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. <laughs> um, I liked the movie. I thought the music was really fun. I liked mm. a lot of the songs. Um, mm. What? See, okay, see, that's... You're like a dog trying not to bark. That's, yeah, and that, the mailman's see, that's here. the thing is everybody talks about it. I thought the music was mid at best. Wow. I And I know, I know that is a scorching hot take. But like seven foot three rats longest man. I haven't seen Frozen probably since it came out, and I still know the lyrics to a lot of those songs. Don't know why. Oh yes, I do. It's because they're bangers. I could not like sing a word from the chorus of any song. Like 
The only one I even remember is We Don't Talk About Bruno. And all I remember is, we don't talk about Bruno, no. And that's it. Like, it it just, it didn't have the bangers that you come to expect. Like, there was no love is an open door. There was no tangled boat scene. There was no <laughs> real gone by Cheryl Crow from the opening scene of Cars. The Cars soundtrack was better than the Encanto soundtrack. I'll say it. Wow, I, I disagree a lot with... Oh, I'm sorry. Does Encanto have Brad Paisley, The Rascal Flats, John Mayer? I don't particularly like any of those artists you just mentioned. Wow. Okay. Another movie that we saw (laughs) a few weeks ago, which we can talk about very briefly. There's not too much to say about it. I don't know if many people saw this movie. We saw The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. And Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt is also in that movie. For 20 minutes. Um... It sucks. This is a movie that exists. I would give it That's true. a four. Yeah. And like we said, I like movies. I was I like mildly entertained well. and chuckled at this movie a few times, but I think it was a movie that was... I think it would have done better if it accepted and tried to be more stupid than it did. Yes. Because it marketed itself as yes. that. Yes. And it tried to be a little too serious and romantic by the end of it. Also, Daniel Radcliffe is the villain, which, which is funny. I think he did okay. He was as probably a the... Okay, I also just love Channing Tatum and everything he's in. Yeah, um, yeah. And Sandra Bullock is hard to hate, but... I haven't... I don't really know what else she's in besides uh, Blind Side. Miss Congeniality. Okay, never seen it. And, yeah, The Blind Side's an amazing movie. Um, but it, yeah, like you said, like it took itself way too seriously. Right. It, this was a, a prime example of a trailer movie. All the good stuff was in the trailer. There it was, was. There was nothing that I felt like it was worth watching the movie for. Yes. Uh, I will say part of my experience was ruined because Mitchell kept getting up and leaving during the movie <laughs> and he left, we watched this at his house so he left me on the couch to watch a romantic comedy with his mom. Yes, which was really funny. I wasn't doing that intentionally, but I wish I was, because that would have been really clever of me. But anyways, um, I'd recommend Lightyear. I would yes. say Top Gun is a must-see. Yeah, everybody needs to see Top Gun. Lightyear is like, if you enjoy Disney movies, go see it. If you don't, if you have some free time, go see it. Or it'll be on Disney Plus in a few months, I guess. Oh, yeah, true. Encanto's on Disney Plus. I liked it. Uh, I mean, if you if you wanted to see Encanto, you've probably seen it. At this I was going to say, I think um, if you want to see Encanto, you will see it, but... Yeah. Um, and then The and Lost City... don't watch I, it. I wouldn't recommend it. Unless it's like, let's watch a movie to laugh at the movie for being bad. But it's not even... Like, it's you can't not. even do that. No, like, I yeah. wasn't even like, oh, this is so stupid, it's enjoyable. Yeah. But that's what we've got. Um, I think you and I are going to discuss possibly like a follow-up to this episode yeah, where we talk about some of the other movies on here. If you have movies you'd like us to talk about, we can't guarantee that we've seen it but or yeah. we'll see it. But sure. If you suggest a movie that sounds really interesting, yeah, maybe we might, we'll watch we, it. We might give it a um, shot. But there's plenty of other movies that we could discuss. Movies that came out this year, movies that have come out a long time ago, whatever. Um... I think that is about what we've got. Thank you all for uh, sticking around for this long. This has been the third episode of Club Sandwich. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. Thank you all for listening, and don't have a good day. Have a great day. Ah!